the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Powered by JTR Roofing. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Federal lawmakers paid tribute to slain Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick as he lay in honor at the U.S. Capitol during a ceremony this morning. Officer Sicknick was injured January the 6th when a mob besieged the Capitol. He died the next day. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer says Sicknick was a peacekeeper in both duty and spirit. Talk to his colleagues and they will tell you that Brian was a kind and humble man with profound inner strength, the quiet rock of his unit. Sicknick will be interred at Arlington National Cemetery. Also at townhall.com, the United States joining Russia in extending the last remaining nuclear arms treaty between the two countries. The announcement by Secretary of State Antony Blinken comes just two days before the pact limiting strategic nuclear weapons was due to expire. An explosion at an industrial park near Los Angeles has injured four people, three of them critically. Authorities say it happened in a Santa Clarita neighborhood Tuesday afternoon. That blast leaving three men with severe burns, and they were taken to a hospital in critical but stable condition. A fourth man later walked into the hospital for treatment. That sector of the economy that employs most Americans gained momentum last month. Activity in the services sector climbed to a reading of 58.7% according to the Institute for Supply Management, up a full point from the prior month and the highest reading since February of 2019. The January performance represented the eighth straight month of growth following sharp declines last spring. And that's correspondent Rich Thomason. Major stock indexes modestly higher as investors now turning their focus to some strong earning reports from big tech companies. The Dow up three points and the Nasdaq ahead 49. More on these stories at townhall.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Kappel here, serial entrepreneur. In 2016, one of my employees accidentally clicked through an online vendor's contract, which recommitted my company to an additional 12 months of their service. I called the vendor to explain the accident. Nope. They pointed to their ironclad contract, told me to pay or else. I will pay them, but after 12 months, I'm gone. I've been in business over 30 years, and I've never made my customers sign a long-term contract. Never. And now, my fifth successful company, Patriot Software, offers payroll to business owners with 1 to 100 employees, and there's no long-term contract. And if you need help with your payroll, we will help you for free. Go to PatriotSoftware.com, use promo code RADIO, and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. We've got Like It Matters Radio with Scott V. Black coming up next here on a Wednesday morning. Thank you so much for joining us on Freedom 1570. We are ringing liberty and truth just after 11 a.m. in the KingdomBuilders.com studio. We're standing with Israel this year. It's more important than ever to stand with Israel, and you can do it. Side by side, shoulder to shoulder with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher. The trip is October 27th to November 5th. It's the Stand With Israel Tour. Get registered right now at Freedom1570.com. Mostly cloudy today, mid-30s, a chance of freezing drizzle overnight. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. And I am he. I am your celebrated, your lucky, your blessed radio life caddy. Today on Like It Matters Radio, yeah, I love the applause. John's good for my ego. (laughs) Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about scales. We're going to talk about scales. You know, I was in the Word the other day, and I was uh, reading in Daniel. And in Daniel uh, chapter 5, we we find the the segment about the handwriting on the wall. You know, just after King Belshazzar uh, desecrated the vessels of the temple, something strange happened. Immediately, the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace opposite the lampstand. Uh, And it was interesting. I think it was mene, mene, tekel. And what it means is that basically God had numbered uh, Belshazzar's day. The noun meni, uh, meni I think it is, is taken as a verb to count, to number. And then tekel or tekel, I don't know Hebrew, sorry. God has weighed Belshazzar in the balance and found him wanting. He does not measure up to God's standard. And actually the root of the word shekel, I didn't know that, means to weigh. And ladies and gentlemen, it is appointed for man to die one time and then to be judged. But let's say uh, you don't believe in the God of the Bible and let's say you don't believe in all that, what you would call fairy tales, what I call the Bible, uh, an errant word of God. But you might call them fairy tales. But you do understand that we're still going to be measured, right? Uh, we have something called an obituary that shows up in a paper where we're basically measured, if you think about it. We have a eulogy where if we are blessed uh, and we pass on that people come to honor us and people talk about us and really what they're talking about is the measurement. So today I want to talk about that, our, our, our life in total, because we seem to live uh, in a black and white world. And I'm not talking about racism now. I'm talking about an all or nothing world. I know for mental health, you know, there's a lot of people struggling with depression, with uh, mental health uh, problems. Before the pandemic, there was like 50 million Americans on antidepressants, struggling mentally. And since this last year of shutdown, of lockdown, of fear and intimidation and confusion, losing America, losing our rights, I mean, it has went through the roof. Spousal abuse, uh, or nowadays we guess we call it partner abuse, uh, child abuse. Uh, My daughter, who works here in Tarrant County uh, with social services, uh, said the number uh, at Cook's Children's Hospital of children being physically harmed, killed, abused, uh, is astronomical. They said since the pandemic, it, the number is higher, I think, than she says something like the last five years combined. And boy, people are stuck in time. And people are depressed. And people are confused. And people are beating themselves up. And so I want to talk about the measure of our lives. Because we've been given a set amount of time. 
And what we want to have is balance. And remember the other day we did a show called Making Soup. And if you did not hear that show, it's a great show. You should go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And you can listen to, to all my archive messages. Matter of fact, within usually, usually about an hour of the radio show being done, John's pretty good at getting it posted up there. So you can listen to it at your own leisure. Of course, you can always listen live stream, right? We're on AM 1570 based out of Minneapolis, St. Paul. But you can just go to www.freedom1570.com. And you can live stream Monday through Friday uh, from uh, 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. But when we were talking about making soup, we talked about the ingredients that every single human being has to create the ingredients of their life. Uh, I should say to create the outcome of their life. And I put all T's on them. Remember, it's time, talents, treasure, trauma, thoughts, right? And in all totality... Those basically comprise what you would call your life. And part of life is understanding what we believe. Part of life is understanding the paradigms. Because one thing I learned a long time ago as I work with t- people at the deep structural level is that nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. In other words, our belief system about reality, people don't respond to what you're doing They respond to what they believe you're doing or why they believe you're doing it. I mean, Donald Trump is the perfect example. Uh, There are many of us who like Donald Trump. Uh, There are many of us who can see his flaws, who cannot defend everything he's ever said or done, just like I couldn't defend everything John's ever said or done. John couldn't defend everything I've ever said or done. Uh, It's just not possible because we all fall short of the glory of God. But when we look at someone, what we're doing is we're actually looking at them with a frame. A frame is a preset belief system, what you would call um, prejudice. Yeah, did you hear me? Prejudge. We go into things with prejudices, uh, preconceptions, if you will, presuppositions. And we all have them. We all judge. And so don't say you don't. I mean, let's be honest. And I'm not a fan of this man. Please don't send me letters and tell me how terrible I am. I'm not uh, lifting this man up. But let's just take an example of one of the worst people who ever lived on this planet, Adolf Hitler. Let's just take a look at Adolf Hitler. I would guarantee you that there was somebody in his life, whether when he was 2 years old, 3 years old, 5 years old, 15 years old, 22 years old, 30, I don't know what it is. But there's somebody in his life at some point he was probably nice to. There was probably somebody at some point in his life he did something good for. I don't, I'm sure not many. I'm sure not much. But that one interaction that people had with him at that one point, maybe when he was 12 years old, a little kid, I don't know. But there's something, most likely, that he had done for somebody at some point where if that was just the snapshot in time, if no one knew anything else about him, that they might say, hey, it was a, I remember this guy, he really helped me out, or when no one else would help me out. You never know. I mean, let's take a look at the Internet. The Internet, right? I always say this. If you were to take the Internet and put it on scales and put on one side the good things of the Internet and on the other side the bad things of the Internet, what would outweigh what? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I love having the internet. I love that I can find any book that was ever written on the internet. I love that I can study the word of God at a level uh, that it would take seminary degrees in the past and you would have to go to the, the best libraries in the world. But I can now Google what is the Hebrew word for this or what is the Aramaic word for this or what is the Greek word for this, and I can Google where in the Bible does it say this, and Google will pull me up wherever it says that, and then it'll give me articles about that. And so, but I got to be honest with you, with pornography and all the hate stuff going on there, and now with social media, uh, with the propaganda and the censorship, I honestly believe that I don't know if it would be a positive if you took all the good of the Internet and all the bad of the Internet and put it on a scale and weighed it, I don't know if it would uh, be in positive or negative. What about the women's movement, the women's live movement? There are some great things in there. There are some great things uh, that women weren't always treated the way they should be treated. But let's be honest. There's a lot of bad stuff in there, too. 
a lot of bad stuff that the feminism that got us into the mess we're in that you can't even open a door for a woman or she's insulted now. And I've always was raised with, you know, being polite and being gentlemen, uh, you know, that you open the door, not just for a woman, but specifically for a woman, but also if there's someone coming behind you, you hold the door for them. And so today I want us to take a look at our life. I want to do a paradigm shift because part of this radio show is inspiration. Part of it's application, but another part is education. And by that, I mean the training of the mind to think. And let's take a look at some paradigms today on Like It Matters Radio. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Neep Nam and Narion. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Burr, it's cold out there. Now, imagine this. You leave your nice, warm, and toasty home only to get into your vehicle and hear this. Your battery's dead. Full-service battery can help you avoid this nightmare situation. Not only do they offer the lowest prices in town on batteries, they'll even professionally install them free. That's right, a powerful new battery installed free. Now that's what we like to hear. Find them at FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. I'm sorry I'm late. I had to attend the reading of a will. I had to stay to the very end when I found out I received nothing. Wah, wah, wah. I am Mr. Black, adding a little sound effects to the good, the bad, the ugly. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're kind of talking, it's very appropriate what uh, John just played, because today I'm calling the show Scales. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it is an entire life that we are judged upon. 
Uh, it is not a moment in time. And let's be honest, we've all had some dark moments. We've all had some times where we're not proud of ourselves. I mean, uh, I would not want to have to go through what some people have been through, where people go through the trash. They look up everything. They, they have to account for every day of their life over the last 45, 50 years. Uh, and really, I'll be honest with you, if I had to take a look at everything I've ever done uh, and uh, justify it, uh, I'd be in big trouble, mister. I'd be in big trouble, mister. What we want to do is realize that, that there's a balance, and that's where uh, I came up with the concept of the show Scales. Uh, and as I said in the first segment, you know, I was reading to Daniel uh, with Belshazzar, and you know, he's partying with the instruments of the vessels that were taken out of the uh, uh, the, the synagogue, uh, the temple, if you will, holy sacraments, you know, holy vessels, and he's drunk partying right before the Medes and the Persians were going to overthrow him. Uh, and the handwriting on the wall came out and said, you've been measured and you've been, con- you've been weighed and found to come up short. And ladies and gentlemen, there will become a time where we're all going to be measured. We're going to be weighed. But it's not a moment in time that we're going to be weighed upon. Uh, it is our life entirely. And I learned a long time ago that we, we need to build our personalities to be tough. You know, men... Uh, we are masculine. You know, we have this uh, this masculine energy. But I don't know if you know this or not, but we got some of that soft, fluffy stuff in us too. Yeah, yeah, we got some of that feminine stuff in us too, yeah. And women, I think you know this because as you get older, sometimes you might need hormone therapy uh, and get a little testosterone, if you will. So I say that, you know, both men and women have that, that feminine and also that masculine what I consider that hard and that soft. Uh, and by the way, it's there for a reason. It's not because God's some cosmic jokester. You know, we want to build our personalities to be tough. Now, the interesting thing about tough is tough is a mixture of hard and soft. It's a blend. I always like to go to the yin and the yang because it's a great example of that. You know, I'm sure you've seen it before. It's that uh, that black swoosh and that white swoosh was together, put together, create a full circle. And I don't know if it's a swoosh or not. Sorry, Nike. But if you study the yin and the yang, uh, it has to do with the the male and the female side of everything. And that when those two sides, when that hard side and that soft side are working together in synergy, then there's completeness. Uh, And that, that hard side is equated to the masculine side. And that soft side is equated to the feminine side. And, and by soft, I do not mean weak. Please do not hear that. Uh, I mean empathic, compassionate, caring, relational. Uh, all those qualities, all those characteristics that we men can work a lifetime to develop. And it really is about working ourselves to have a blend, to have a balance of hard and soft, which to me is tough. You know, imagine that we are at the top of a 10-story building, and I put two large balls up there. Uh, One is uh, hard concrete, and the other one is hard rubber. And so I take that uh, ball of hard concrete, and I drop it off the top of that 10-story building. Well, when it hits the pavement, when it hits the ground, what's going to happen? Right? Boom, right? And it's probably going to leave a mark, right, men? See, that's why men, yeah, even though we are made with this masculine side, we have a feminine side too. That's why I love Jesus Christ. Well, one of the reasons why I love Jesus Christ, he's the alpha and the omega. He is the lion and the lamb. Uh, I teach emotional intelligence. He's He's the epitome of good emotional intelligence. And so many people in the church today just want to talk about Jesus as that soft little lamb. He just wants to sit on your shoulder and be your friend. He just wants you to let him into your heart. He loves everybody no matter what. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say, just come to him and he's okay with it. Yeah, the little fairy bells, right? Well, yes, that is technically accurate to a degree. To a degree, this is where the scales and the balance comes in. Because the first time he came as that lamb, ah, but when he returns... For the second time, when his feet touch the Mount of Olives, uh, he will be returning uh, as the lion from the tribe of Judah. And he will roar. 
Uh, and it says, yeah, out of his mouth will become a two-edged sword. And so Christ gives us this great example. Remember, he said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. In other words, he said, I'm the example. What I do, you do. And we really need to have a paradigm shift. You know, we have a tendency to, to brand people for one thing they do uh, in all their life. And that was really go back to the Trump thing. That is why some people hate Trump, because you can take one or two things he did and then take a media who reports it over and over and over and over for 24-7. That's every enough. Put week, down the mic. Every month. Yeah. And then all they do is they add their own take to it now, and they tell you he's all, only cares about himself, and he's just doing it for money, and then you leave it because you hear it over and over and over. But is there any good things out there that he's done? That's what you got to think of, and that's what we got to look at ourselves now with our lives. See, that yin and the yang, that 10-pound ball was all hard, and when it hit the ground, it shattered, and it left a mark. But right next to it is a 10-pound ball of hard rubber. Again, if you hit it with your knuckles, it feels hard. But when you drop it from the building, what happens? Right, it bounces. It goes right back up. See, it's a mixture of hard and soft. And that's why Ecclesiastes 3, the whole point of Ecclesiastes 3 is about there's a time for everything. There is a time to plant, but there's also a time to harvest. There's a time to be at war, and there's a time to love. There's a time to speak up, and there's a time to hold your tongue. It is that balance that we have. And when we look at the balance of our life, what we have left versus what we lived, we cannot change our past. I would love to go back in time and and do some things different, but we can't. You can't, I can't, but what we can do is something different in the now moment so that this moment is different than the last moment and the next moment is different than this moment. That creates change. And the only way to put the past behind you is to create a gap of what you used to do, what you used to be like, how you used to show up, but now you're doing it different. It's like this. Let's say every time I saw you, I hit you. And so after a while, anytime I moved quickly around you, you would flinch. It would be smart. Yeah, because you've been conditioned that I'm hard all the time. I'm coming at you all the time. But let's say I have a come to Jesus moment, and I realize that what I've been doing is not right. You know, it's not right to hit people. Uh, God tells us to turn the other cheek. God says if they want you to go one mile, you go two. If they want your coat, you give them your cloak and your coat. You give them them more, right? And so I changed my heart. I want to be nice. And so now I tell you, you know, I'm never going to hit you again. Now, let's say today we had this conversation, this morning, that I'm never going to hit you again. Now, here it is a couple hours later in the afternoon, and we're together, and I move quickly. You're probably going to flinch still. Even though two hours or three hours earlier, I told you, I'm not going to do that anymore. You're still so close. There's still no distance between my past and my current situation. But after a couple weeks of me seeing you and interacting with you and no longer raising a hand to you, then after a while, even when I moved quickly, even if I might have made a gesture that in the past would have made you flinch, you no longer flinch. And see, that's how we got to take a look at our lives. We cannot change the past. But what we can do is start doing things differently. And we need to go easy on ourselves. Some of you out there, I counsel you, I coach you, I hear from you. And you're too hard on yourself. Yeah, it's good to be honest. And yeah, it's good to own up to your mistakes. And you should reconcile with those mistakes, absolutely without a doubt. But to take a moment in time, or to take a, a, a space in time, I should say. Because remember, when you talk about time, we're talking about chronos, which is the time on the sundial or your watch. But we're also talking about kairos. And that's the time we're in. And right now, let me suggest, with the pandemics and the confusion, with America getting darker and darker and moving away from God, it, the time is now to bring some balance to your life. The time is now to not live in this fear base, but to also live in the freedom base. Yeah, it's good to be prepared. It's good to be aware. It's good to be precautious. 
But you also got to know that you're meant to play big, that you're meant to be bold, that you're meant to go out there and make a difference. And so we need to take a look at our life in a totality, not just the bad stuff you did, but what about the good stuff? And why don't we draw a line in the sand today? Why don't we draw a line in the sand today? I don't care. Let's say you're the worst person who's ever lived up until now. You know what? Today could be a brand new day. And tomorrow can be a brand new day. See, every day we wake up, every day God gives us another day, we have a new beginning, a fresh start. And today truly can be the first day of the rest of our lives. And someday we'll be weighed and measured to see how we did. I am Black. We'll be back in a few minutes. Always bet on Black. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Yes, I know that. can you do in 48 hours that changes your life like it matters leadership awakening listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with ptsd compare leadership awakening to other training he's received you focus on the individual i think you kind of answered the why question whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there i don't want to say they put a band-aid on it but they don't do a very good job of going into the why and, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. The tax man cometh. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the taxes you pay on that income in retirement. Many retirees are shocked at how high taxes can be after they retire. Don't get caught without a plan. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a tax-efficient income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570, or call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Who am I? I don't know. Well, that and a nickel get your hot cup a jack squat. <laughs> I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network, and that is my producer John. Entertaining, you know. I love John's drops. What he does, he has a little bit of lightness to my intensity, my seriousness. See what we bring. What John and I bring is some balance. That's what we're talking about today. We're calling today's show Scales because we need to have this balance. Man, I could be an intense man. Uh, And in my leadership training that you can read about by going to uh, likeitmatters.net, it's the toughest training I'll ever go through. It's very intense. 
And over the years, I had to teach myself uh, to smile just out of the blue, even when nothing else was going on, because people are always watching me. And so I know they're always watching me. So I've been learning just to flash a smile every once in a while for no reason. Why? So that people get the intensity broken because they, if they look at me too much and my intensity, they might think I eat my young. So every once in a while, I need to throw them off a little bit, give them a little bit of balance. But it all starts with our BS. It all starts with our belief system. See, we act as if. See, if you've been told all your life you're a screw-up, how do you think you're going to act? If you've been told all your life that you're a liar, how do you think you're going to act? I'm coaching this 20-year-old young man, a good young man. He's, uh, he's had a few run-ins with the law, nothing big, but he's wound up in jail, not prison, but in jail. Uh, and uh, about two weeks ago, he wound up in jail again, and uh, he reached out to one of my friends and said, listen, I'm ready to change my life. I'm ready to change my life that uh, I don't want to live this way anymore. I want to get close to God again. Uh, I want to clean myself up. And so they always that's always the black phone call. So he calls me and says, Black, I got one for you. And this is what I do. I, I pour into people. I reach out to people. There's a lot of young men I mentor. And so I got him on the phone, and, and we met. We came by Saturday. We got together here at the office. He's going to be going through my training uh, next weekend. Uh, and uh, But before that, I'd like to meet a little bit. And he said, you know, I'll be honest with you, because of, you know, people were prejudiced against me and they would prejudge him. You know, he, his mom and dad weren't there. Grandma and grandpa raised him and they really didn't know how to do it. And so he wound up with somebody else. It was just this, this young man and he happens to be black. Uh, and then he's programmed by society that white people hate you uh, and all this. And so all that stuff going on to a kid whose mom and dad, his dad's in prison, his mom was a druggie, uh, disappeared, grandma and grandpa couldn't handle him, uh, he acted up, you know, all that stuff. And when we were talking Saturday, he said, you know, what happened is, you know, people just thought I was a loser and people thought I was a troublemaker. And people thought, so I just, you know, not, nothing, no matter what I did, they just treated me that way. So I started just acting that way, like my life had no value. And so I would act up, and I wouldn't care. And then I wound up getting in more trouble, and then I'd act up, and I wouldn't care. And then I'd get in more trouble. See, we're self-fulfilling prophecies. It happens so often. And we've got to scratch that CD. We've got to break that LP. We've got to pull on that 8-track. Because those are what belief systems are. They're things that play over and over and over. And what we believe is what we hear over and over and over. And remember, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And what we listen to, we believe. Why do you think the propaganda is so strong? Why do you think so many people hate Donald Trump? Day after day, hour after hour, week after week, month after month, year after year, total trashing by all the mainstream media. And now the opposite is happening to Joe Biden. Everything he does is because he's a good man. Everything he does, is he's got good intention. Everything he's done, he's the most godly man who's ever occupied the White House. He's never done anything wrong in his life. He he lost his, his son, and he drove, rode the train. And oh my gosh, don't you hear the package that they put together on this guy and selling you on and believing all? And what do you believe? I mean, we're being programmed, whether you agree with it or not, whether you like him or not. I'm telling you, this is what's going on. It all deals with your belief systems. If they can get you to believe that Donald Trump is evil, then nothing he does will ever change that because you'll look through the frame of everything that Donald Trump's evil. The same thing they've done by programming you to think that everything that Joe Biden does is good. So if someone's a good person and everything they do is good, even when something doesn't turn out well, you don't go to nefarious. You go just, oh, it's just accidental. It wasn't nothing big. But yet the same person does something. It's a massive deal. It reminds me, you know, years ago, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, there was a story in there, and it was talking about a paradigm shift, and it was about an experience uh, that a gentleman had had on a subway in New York. And it said, I remember a mini paradigm shift I experienced one Sunday morning on a subway in New York. People were sitting quietly, some reading newspapers, some lost in thought, some resting with their eyes closed. It was a calm, peaceful scene. Then suddenly a man and his children entered the subway car. The children were so loud and rambunctious that instantly the whole climate changed. 
The man sat down next to me and closed his eyes, apparently oblivious to the situation. The children were yelling back and forth, throwing things, even grabbing people's papers. It was very disturbing, and yet the man sitting next to me did nothing. It was difficult not to feel irritated. I could not believe that he could be so insensitive to let his children run wild like that and do nothing about it. Taking no responsibility at all, it was easy to see that everyone else on the subway felt irritated too. So finally, with what I felt was unusual patience and restraint, I turned to him and said, Sir, your children are really disturbing a lot of people. I wonder if you couldn't control them a little more. Stop it! The man lifted his gaze as if to come to a consciousness of the situation for the first time, and softly said, Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. You're right. I guess I should do something about it. We just came from the hospital where their mother died about an hour ago. I don't know what to think, and I don't know what I'm going to do, and I guess they don't know how to handle it either. Can you please forgive me? I'm so sorry. My kids are really good kids. Can you imagine what I felt at that moment? The story goes on to say, his paradigm shifted. Suddenly, I saw things differently. I felt differently. I behaved differently. My irritation vanished. I didn't have to worry about controlling my attitude or my behavior. My heart was filled with the man's pain. Feelings of sympathy and compassion flowed freely. Your wife just died? Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Can you tell me about it? What can I do to help? Everything changed. In an instant, but yet nothing changed. What changed was my belief system. What changed was my paradigm. And see, ladies and gentlemen, many people experience a similar fundamental shift in thinking when they face a life-threatening crisis and suddenly see their priorities in a different light or when they suddenly step into a new role, such as that of a husband or a wife, a parent or grandparent, a stay-at-home mom, or now that you have to, you, they won't let your kids go to school, so now you've got to stay and, and work with them. They won't let you do your training company. Now you've got to figure out a way to fund your life uh, when the government basically shut down your business. See, it's obvious that if we want to make minor changes in our lives, we can perhaps appropriately focus on our attitudes and behaviors. And it, it will shift. But if we want to make significant quantum change, we need to work on our basic paradigms. And Covey would end the story, the segment, with a quote from Thoreau. Thoreau. And he said, for every thousand hacking at the leaves of evil, there is one striking at the root. See, we can only achieve quantum improvements in our lives as we quit hacking at the leaves of attitude and behavior and get to work on the root, the paradigms from which our attitudes and behaviors flow. And it takes courage. It takes strength. We live in a world now, in America now, where you have to agree with everybody else. Uh, you can't believe in the Bible anymore. You can't be conservative. You can't believe in the old America. All those things make you hateful, make you racist, make you bigoted, make you misogynist. You know, you have to decide who you are. You have to decide why you're here. You have to decide whose you are. And it's going to take courage and it's going to take strength, and they are different words. You know, it takes strength to be firm. It takes courage to be gentle. It takes strength to conquer. It takes courage to surrender. It takes strength to be certain. It takes courage to have doubt. It takes strength to fit in. It takes courage to stand out. It takes strength to feel a friend's pain. It takes courage to feel your own pain. It takes strength to endure abuse. It takes courage to stop it. It takes strength to stand alone. It takes courage to lean on another. It takes strength to love. It takes courage to be loved. It takes strength to survive but it takes courage to live. And if you're going to live, you've got to live your life like it matters. Maybe this isn't the ideal situation. Maybe you've showed up poorly. I put on about 30 pounds, the pandemic. I've stopped working out because the gym's closed down. And I was beating myself up for the first eight months. 
And then a shift took place where I had to reframe it and take a peek that that's not who I am. That's not how I want to show up. And I have to measure myself. The Bible says that we're to live and examine life because it's appointed for man to die one time and then be judged. And let's say up until now your life's been a struggle. Let's say this pandemic's taken a whole hit on you. Let's start new. Let's start over. Let's get some courage and some strength to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves again. Because you're judged by the totality of your life, not by a month, not by a year, not by a pandemic. I am black. We'll be back. When things look bad, it looks like you're not going to make it. And you got to get mean. I mean plum mad dog mean. Because if you lose your head and you give up, then you neither live nor win. That's just the way it is. in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Join the Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. You know, Quasimodo predicted all this. Who did what? All these problems, the Middle East, the end of the world. Nostradamus. Quasimodo's the hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, right. Nostradamus. Nostradamus and Notre Dame. It's two different things completely. Missed it by that much. <laughs> I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today, we're talking about scales. Today, we're talking about a balancing act. You know, gentlemen, ladies, you know, we we are given so much time on this planet, and we got to live every day like it matters. 
And one thing I learned a long time ago uh, is people remember those that end well more so than they remember those that start well. Trust me, I used to be a Cowboys fan, and I know this well. Boy, the Cowboys had many great beginnings, uh, but disastrous endings. But boy, the, the Giants, many times. Uh, they were first five weeks of the season. They're ready to lose their coach. They're ready to call the season. And I think it was two specific times they wound up winning the Super Bowl. Uh, you don't remember those that start well unless they finish well. But you always remember those who finish well. I mean, look that at the Bible. time football. Amen, right? Those that end well. Solomon. Look at Solomon was started real well. He God said, I'll give you anything he wants. And he asked for wisdom. But Solomon was so smart, so wise, that he gave wisdom to everybody, but he didn't need to abide by his own wisdom that God gave him. Did he end well? No, he divided the kingdom. I wonder, honestly, if Solomon's even going to be in the kingdom of God. That's just my personal opinion. How about King Saul? Remember, King Saul was picked among all men to be this, the first king of Israel. It didn't last long, did it? He started getting into demonic stuff. He started seeking out witches. He hunted down the great king, King David. How about Saul of Tarsus, who became Paul? Boy, Saul murdered Stephen, or helped murder Stephen. Saul would drag kids and people that were Christians out of their places and kill them, uh, throw them in prison. But he wound up writing two-thirds of the New Testament. How about in the bloodline of Jesus? Rahab, she's a prostitute, a whore. And boy, she saved Jericho for the Israelites, and she's now in the bloodline of Jesus. Her life changed. How about Manasseh, Hezekiah's son? One of the most wicked of all kings. And he I think it was he that had Isaiah sawed in two. Sawed in two in a loss. But he repented at the end and turned his life over. I mean, you could you could look at Nebuchadnezzar. Boy, God had an interesting walk with him, right? Zedekiah. Zedekiah, you know, the last king of Judah. Boy, when he started off, he, he actually started doing things that God told him to do, even though he was a, basically a king under, uh, under occupation, if you will. But then he reversed course, and boy, he got his eyes gouged out and wound up being taken back uh, to Babylon. And so, Ouch. gentlemen, ladies, I'm telling you right now, today's the first day of the rest of your life. But it's all based on what you believe, because we act as if. I remember the, uh, the story I heard years ago. It's called The Man Who Sold Very Good Hot Dogs. There was once a man who lived by the side of the road and sold hot dogs. He was hard of hearing, so he had no radio. He had trouble with his eyes, so he read no newspapers. And, of course, he didn't watch TV. But he sold very good hot dogs. He put up signs on the highway telling everyone how good they were. He stood on the side of the road and cried out to all that passed, buy a hot dog, they're the best in town. And people bought his hot dogs. And he increased his meat and bun orders. He bought a bigger stove to take care of all the extra business. He finally got his son to come and help him out with his business. But then something happened. His son, who had been well educated, said, Father, haven't you been listening to the radio or reading the newspaper or watching TV? There's a big recession happening right now. The current business situation is terrible in this country. We have problems with unemployment, high living costs, strikes, pollution, the influence of minorities and majorities, the rich, the poor, drugs, alcoholism, capitalism, communism. Whereupon his father thought, well, my son's been well educated. He reads the papers. He listens to the radio. He watches television. So he ought to know. So his father cut down on his meat and bun orders, took down all his advertising signs, and no longer bothered to stand by the side of the road to promote and sell his hot dogs. And his hot dog sales fell almost overnight. Your son, you're right, son, the father said. We certainly are in the middle of a recession. See, we act as if we are self-fulfilling prophecies. You know, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. The rest, we still use it. It's just the unconscious brain. And so the unconscious brain is always waiting for instructions. 
absent of new instructions, it will run the program in place. Those are our belief systems. That's why we do this radio show. I want to help you change the way you're thinking. Because the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. Because we look in the direction we're moving. And we move in the direction we're looking. I remember a story by uh, Joel Garfinkel. It's about a 10-year-old boy who decided uh, to study judo, despite the fact that he had lost his left arm in a devastating car accident. This is a great story because, you know what, we might not have everything other people have. Maybe you don't have all use of your limbs. Maybe you don't have this great education. Maybe you don't have uh, a lot of money or you're not a member of the Lucky Sperm Club and so you don't have a great family to provide stuff for you. Maybe you don't even have a home. Maybe even you're not sure about your marriage. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can start fresh. You can change things. Remember, we're judged by the totality of our life, not by a single moment. Not by a set time. And so the boy with only one arm still wanted to study judo, even though he didn't have what other people had. So he began lessons with an old Japanese judo master. The boy was doing well, so he couldn't understand why, after three months of training, the master had taught him only one move. Sensei, the boy finally said, shouldn't I be learning more moves? This is the only move you know. But this is the only move you'll ever need to know, the sensei replied. Not quite understanding, but believing in his teacher, the boy kept training. Several months later, the sensei uh, took the boy to his first tournament. Surprising himself, the boy easily won his first two matches. The third match proved to be more difficult, however. But after some time, his opponent became impatient and charged. The boy deftly used his one move to win the match. Still amazed by success, the boy was now in the finals. This time, his opponent was bigger, stronger, more experienced. I'm going to tell you right now, I've lived all my life not being enough. Not being tall enough, not being black enough, not being rich enough, not being smart enough. So some of us can really equate to this story because this time, his opponent was bigger, was stronger, was more experienced. And for a while, the boy appeared to be overmatched. Concerned that the boy might get hurt, the referee called a timeout. He was about to stop the match when the sensei intervened. said, no, the sensei insisted, let him continue. Against his better judgment, the referee let the match go on. Soon after the match resumed, his opponent made a critical mistake. He dropped his guard and instantly the boy used his move to pin him. The boy had won the match and the tournament. He was the champion. On the way home, the boy and the sensei reviewed every move in each and every match. Then the boy summoned the courage to ask what was really on his mind. Sensei, how did I win the tournament with only one move? You won for two reasons, the sensei answered. First, you've almost mastered one of the most difficult throws in all of judo. And second... The only known defense for that move is for your opponent to grab your left arm. The boy's biggest weakness had become his biggest strength. That story moves me because I've had a lifetime of using what other people perceive to be weaknesses as my greatest strengths. That's what you do. You have time, you have talents, you have treasure. You have trauma. You have thoughts. It doesn't matter what they've been up until now. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And you'll be judged by what you did for the entirety of your life, not just what you've done up until now. And if God gives you another day tomorrow, tomorrow becomes the first day of the rest of your life. And then on Friday, if he gets another one, the first day of the rest of your life. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Use your head, man. Always bet on black. 
this is Tim from the Kingdom Builders. Joshua 1.9 tells us, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This verse pretty obviously implies that the Lord has said this before. Are we listening? I often wonder why we need to be reminded of this over and over. I find myself trying to encourage others to remember the Lord's continuous provision while I tend to forget myself. Let's not forget biblical history when time after time, the Almighty Lord took care of things better than anyone could have ever imagined. Let's also not forget how He has been faithful in taking care of us far beyond what we deserve every single day. If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at timo at thekingdombuilders.com. That's timo at thekingdombuilders.com. Or you can call us at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Ringing liberty and truth.